What is your love language? Mm, um, so I feel like that my love language, I'm more of it's a, a words of um of um affirmation for me. Mm-hmm. All right, like 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 um I pretty much like I thrive, you know, I kind of thrive on you know hearing you know kind and encouraging words. You know, it's a lot of that kind of you know it, it builds me up. You okay. know, it kind of builds my builds builds my confidence level up as far as um you know whether you know just knowing that as well because I'm gonna if I see something that you're doing, I'm gonna appreciate it. I feel like for me, you know. I deserve that. I deserve that. That's that that same type of feeling. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Not say, not not saying not saying that 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 women don't by all means. These with me don't 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 touch me. You know, everyone should have common sense. You know, if they, if basically if you know y'all together, y'all together. I free walk around walk around and let you let you have your space and, and be with your friends and you know. And after that, you know, we can do you know do whatever. That's that that's that's what it's about. Okay. Now, you mentioned your kids. You said you have four kids, and you said your daughters are in the middle. Correct. What have your your oldest child is, is a boy. Correct. What have your sons taught you about love that you didn't see prior to becoming a father? You know, I mean, even when they were, your son was younger, but as he got mm-hmm. older, what did you learn about love and sex from having an adult son? Hmm, good question. Um, what I've learned, what I learned about it, um, I, I think it was just, um, wow. I would say that, especially with him being being the oldest, and also with him having having kids now, mm-hmm. um, as well as well too. Um, I've learned. I, I've I've learned from love as, as far as um, you don't I, I feel like you don't have to um, hold 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 things in you know you know you know if you care if you care about that person you know don't um, don't don't wait until that person says it I feel like everyone wants to wait till other person says that they care or love about that person mm-hmm. um, before they, um, um, they, but they want to wait until the other person say, say it before they do because they don't feel like they're moving that, that 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 now they feel like if they don't say it back it was a waste of saying it mm-hmm. because now they feel like you know oh man I just made a dumb move now they're gonna fall back because because of it okay um but I learned a lot just 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 from with him coming up and him being hurt, you know, he's been hurt, you know, been in love and been hurt, you know, at a, at a young age and felt like he got, you know, I'm saying he was played, I mean, he was played by, by, by a woman before. Um, and, you know, it kind of hurt his feelings, you know. So my experience from that is, you know, just, um, you use your, you use your experience to, to build, to build up your kids. Mm -hmm. And it's and it's basically it's just going to hopefully it rubs off on them, you know. But once they're an adult, you know, you're you're there for them, but you know, you can't be there every step of the way. Right. So you know, it's you know, it's just learning from just learning from my son being in love. It made it make me go a different way of how I want to love because I remember being at that age, you know, being at that age where where he was, 
and I was going by love the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, it, so you know, you kind of reflect on it. It's like, yeah, you know, I don't, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, if I had to go, if I had to go back, you know, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't go this way. Okay. You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, lo- I wouldn't, I wouldn't find love this way versus how I am now. Okay. And what about your daughters? What have they taught you about women? Um, what they've taught me about what they what they taught about about women is you know is is basically um they basically my, my girls taught me taught me basically you know not not to not to do women not to not to play with play with play with women's hearts you know okay. you know um I was I would say that because um and I try to teach that. And I try to teach that to them as well, just because, you know, I know how, you know, of course, a dad knows how guys are. So we're, you know, we're, you know, we're going to always hone in on, hone in on that. But also, you know, emotionally, when, you know, when, when my, I see my daughter's hurt, you know, it, it, um, you know, it does, it does, it does something to me and it makes me, um, learning from them it teaches me to you know you know not 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 to also play play with um women's hearts as well you know as you know as adult women because you know at 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 their ages at their ages they are still young you know one is you know almost in their 20s and the other one is barely in their 20s so they're still young they're young women so and they're probably I hope not but they're probably going to get there you know they're going to get their hearts hearts broken they're gonna get their hearts broken. Um, yeah, they're, they're gonna they're gonna get their they're gonna get their hearts broken. You know more than more than you know more than a few times. So, okay. Me me as a man me me as a man I don't want to. Um, what want to say? I, I don't I don't want I don't want to break I don't I don't, don't want to pay pay women's hearts because you know especially old, as we're adults now, um, women are a little bit more. At, at, a, at an older age, they're not—they're not, not going to tolerate it a little bit more now, you know. As it, you know, as we're older, so Absolutely. you know, I don't, I don't, and, and I don't, I don't want that smoke. <laughs> um, I, I don't, I don't want that smoke, you know, because now at this age, you know, I should, I should be too. I'm too old to be playing those games. As women would say, you know, you're too old to be doing what you did back in your 20s and stuff like that. So, I agree. So moving forward. What has sex been like in your forties? Um. Well, well, in my in my in my forties, you know, it took a you know it actually took a different turn. You know, I, I that's when, in my forties is when I actually started getting into you know, um, other stuff. Okay. Basically, other I was stuff um, like I started what? I started well I started um, getting intrigued by the um, BDSM lifestyle. Okay. Um. It actually started, you know, started in my mid thirties, uh-huh. kind of, kind of, um, maybe about six, seven years before that. Okay, you know, and I think that started maybe by, by accident. Okay, so the BDSM but, acronym for those that don't know is bondage, domination, or discipline, mm-hmm. submission, and masochism, right? Masochism. All right. Yes. So, which acronym? Which letter are you? I am um, 
I'm I'm into the I'm into the dominance lifestyle. Okay. Why are you into how did that intrigue you? Well, um basically what happened was I wanna say um I would say like basically uh, it was it was it was more of I got involved with it accidentally, like I said. Um, it probably was about six about six years ago uh, with with a with a with a close friend. We were you know, we were just friends, and um, I knew her on a personal level. You know how she used to how she used to um, you know deal, deal deal with deal with men. You mean her never dated, and um, but I've seen people she you know guys how you know how she how she talked to guys and how she dealt with guys for the most part. Um, but um, I would say it was about six years ago. You know, with a friend, you know, just. Um, that she wanted to try try some of her t- toys out. She wanted me to try out some of her toys with her. That's how much she trusted me. Mm-hmm. She said, "I want you to try out some of my toys." We had, you know, we had drank a little bit, you know, just chopping it up, hanging out, and you know, basically one thing led to another. While we was trying out these toys, um, she got aroused, you know, and I started, I started to, you know, I started to enjoy how submissive she she was being toward towards me, dominating her, because you know, outside the scene, like I said, she was, you know, she was definitely different with guys that I've seen her date mm-hmm. um you know she was more of the aggressive she was more of the, like the, the aggressive type of t- type of chicken that, uh, that, I, that I've seen her with okay. so um so I started studying that more but she was like really more into it and I, don't th- I think it was I think I pretty much I think I think a lot of us pretty much have a little BDSM in, a, in us all the time we just don't know we do um right but it's not for everybody as well right. either. So as you know, you and I have a mutual friend and she has shared quite a few things about the BDSM lifestyle with me. And mm-hmm. I consider myself very sexually open. Mm-hmm. I enjoy having conversations about sex positive tools and sex positive relationships. Okay. And I thought I knew what I was doing, right? Like I'm mm-hmm. pretty confident in my skill set. But just okay. She and I having this conversation, it affirmed that I didn't know a damn thing. So as <laughs> she, and I, <laughs> she and I were talking, my mom was was here visiting from California and she was helping me take my braids down. And my mom goes, you know, I never like porn. I, I'm not a porn person. And although my mother and I are very open, you know, when your mom says she doesn't like porn, and especially when it comes out of the blue, it will hit you in your chest, right? Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> I was, you know, talking, and we were, she was listening to us on the phone. She was ear hustling. And she goes, I could be a dominatrix. You know, I could beat your ass and make you a sandwich. And that's, <laughs> true. that's truly what I thought, right? Mm-hmm. And as I started to do my research, a couple of things stood out about the BDSM lifestyle. One, it's truly about consent. I mean, there's a lot of consent that goes into this. Definitely. And two, there's a lot of assessing what your needs are and communicating your needs to someone. Correct. I mean, I don't know why we don't have these types of conversations about sex all the time. So I'm like completely intrigued. Um, and like I said, our mutual friend <clears throat> was telling me that she's somewhat of a unicorn because she can go from being very dominant to being very submissive. Yes. And I, she said that you were a daddy dom. Is daddy that correct? Dom. Am I using Cor- the correct term? Correct. Okay. So then I asked her, I said, well, I mean, I'm fine with whatever. I just, I'm just kind of want to know more about you. 
are you having sex with men and women or are you just having sex with women or men? I just want to get a clear picture before I start asking my real questions. Oh, okay. Women and women only. Okay. <laughs> and, right. and it's, and it's, and, ne- and it's not necessarily, um, and, and do, doing the things that's in it doesn't necessarily have to be sex as well. That's, right. that, that, that that's, that's clear. That's clear the confusion on that. Yeah. Cause that's what a lot of people so, think. Yes, that's what I learned too. So what I what I read was a lot of the acts in the BDSM lifestyle don't end in penetrable sex and an orgasm. Some are a transference of energy. Is that correct? Correct. Okay. So that intrigued me even more because, you know, in my brain, I'm thinking, you know, I like I'm attracted to someone. It instantly, you know, if it everything all checks out and the chemistry is correct then it leads to a sexual experience. And I've never understood people that had things like a foot fetish, you know, that never <laughs> resulted in anything. You just wanted to look at their feet. Like I know a guy who stalked women to look at their feet and Correct. he just wasn't going mm-hmm. about it the right way. He could have found a community of people that supported his fetish and the energy that he got from it, but he wasn't doing it right. Mm-hmm. So tell me how, I mean, put yourself, you have on your, your daddy Dom mode. Talk us through what you do and how you do it. Um, as far as, are we talking about as far as, you know, this person is already, you know, is already, um, is into, is into this lifestyle? Yes. So, um, we call it some people do it some people don't i don't know i don't know um a lot of it deals with um uh, once once you have that once you have that person um i'm a firm believer like you said um i deal with submissive women so um and it can be it can be a woman can be submissive they can be switch like like we're talking about our our friend yeah Mm -hmm. she's 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 a switch she's a she's submissive um She's also, like I said, she's she's a unicorn. So she can be submissive one minute and and a, and basically an alpha another another time. Um, however, um, before a scene before a scene starts, um, I feel like there's a, there's there's a certain amount of things there's a certain amount of things that you that you that you want to lay out there. Um, normally, the good thing is you want to um, have complete consent all right you want to have you want to have consent you know this is this is what you guys are going to be doing uh, you know what i'm saying whether whether it's whether it's um whether it's hey you, you know are you are you okay with this because you basically you're giving that that person permission to do the certain things how you go how we go by it or how i go by it is i may have maybe several different things out that i want to use and i'm going to ask i'm going to ask her you know Will you allow me to use this? If she tells okay. me, if she tells me no, okay, cool. I'm gonna put that away. Okay. Um, so, what would be one of those things? Like, give us. So, okay. So, let's say I say I ask her. I'm, I'm like, you know, baby girl, would you like? Um, um, will you allow me to use a ball gag? And she says, yes, daddy. Okay, cool. I'm gonna put that over here. And I may say, baby girl, will you allow me to use um, bed straps? And she says, yes, yes, daddy, cool. We put that over here. And I may say, you know, um, 
baby girl, may um, will you allow me to use a wooden paddle? And then she may say no. All right, cool. That's that won't be in the scene. So you're going through these vast amount of, to- of toys, bloggers, and everything else that you may yet you may want to bring. Um, and if um, she doesn't want it, that's stuff we won't play with. The next thing I'm going to ask her is, which is the most important, is um, well, is one of the most important things is um, safe um, a safe word. Mm-hmm. Um, she, I want her to make up the safe word um, because um, this is actually it's her body. Um, right. Ask for a safe word. What the safe word is going to be? Make sure it's something. Make sure it's something that is simple. All right. Um, make sure it's something that is simple, not you know. Uh, something that means two things like flower you know mm-hmm. <laughs> you know just something simple um also you want to you want to also have a, a um maybe a hand signal mm-hmm. okay um the reason i say that is you know if you're using a ball gag you know you may not be able to hear you may not be able to um hear 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 the words you know right. if she's using a hand signal you know you see that as well too so you'll be able to to stop mm-hmm. um also, it's a good rule of thumb to, you know, even if they, they may be too much into it where they can't, they can't move their hand and you can't, um, you don't hear them say anything. You have to look at their body language. You know, it may be a body language of discomfort. You know, you may want to stop. Um, also, you want to think about, um, you also want to, you also want to know before, before your scenes, um, what um, what they want in um, doing aftercare? Um, mm-hmm. We call it af- call it aftercare. Um, the things the things that may happen because because there's so many endorphins and everything going going down, and you're on a high when you come down. Um, you have a different type of feeling. Um, so you want to make sure, and if there's any bruises or anything like that, you know, after the scene, you know, aftercare is considered, you know, taking care taking care of cuts. And things like that, and I'm just saying cuts and stuff because there's different types of things that happens in in in, 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 in the BDSM lifestyle, depending on the um the what is being used and what that what and what that person has consented to. All right, so you know it may be just more of you know they may want their favorite blanket. You know you you want to get them a, once you're done, you remove remove the entire scene that they were in, and it should be in a comfort place. They may just want to be cuddled afterwards. Um, things like that so there's a lot of stuff that happens before the actual scene that that's that's supposed to happen along with that consent so in your when you're in this daddy dom role and you have someone that you're taking care of does any of the acts end in sex or it just depends on the woman it depends it depends on it depends on the woman it's definitely going to depend on the woman it 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 um I've had it both. I've had it on both sides, mm-hmm. um, where um, had sex um, in between, in between everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had it where um, it was nothing but maybe just spankings. Mm-hmm. Um, believe and believe it or not, that maybe that's all they want. But actually, that energy because of those spankings mm-hmm. can also cause energy for a woman to orgasm. Right. Depending, depending, depending um, um, how much they're into it. Yeah, um, I mean, somebody had their hands around my neck, and uh, I lost my shit. So I, yeah. I understand. 
Oh, yeah. And I don't think and he that's... even knew what was happening. I mean, it was just, I was on top of him and I guess I was doing everything right because he grabbed me by the neck and I, Lost I, mean, shit. I had an orgasm <laughs> from, I, I don't think I've had an orgasm quite like that. Right. Yeah. And it, and it, and it, and it happens. And, but <laughs> hey, it is what it is. I mean, it, it happens, you know, and it, and you, um, um, I've dealt with a woman that um, she she likes she likes she likes to be she likes to be chased. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I like and, and, and 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 pushed up against the corner and grabbed by her throat. Yeah, me too. Um, that, and that and that pretty Don't much that pretty much <laughs> <laughs> and that and that pretty much turns her on with the fact that I'm just grabbing by by the throat and telling her telling her ear not to run from me, mm-hmm. get back where I told you to get to, and and. And basically now they're running because they want to be punished. Once and now you're like now it's okay, it's game on. I told you not to run. Now you're gonna now you're gonna be in those bed straps that you that you that you that you can send it to having. Mm-hmm. May put them in the bed. May put them in the, in those in those ankle ankle straps and wrist straps. And then you may and all they want to do is be spanked. And and basically she was getting she was getting flogged. She was getting flogged. And next thing you know she started squirting. It happens. Um, caught me by surprise because I wasn't expecting that, but it turned me on. <laughs> um, but it, it happens. It necessarily doesn't have to end in sex. So how long do B- these BDSM ads take? Because it seems like from what you're describing, and this is something I haven't experienced, so I truly have to ask, how long does a typical night or a typical event of BDSM activity actually lasts. I've had it last anywhere between um, forty-five minutes to an hour and a half, okay. um, and that's all because that's all with you know you you may not get get to all the, all all the toys that you that she considered to using, mm-hmm. you know, because it it physically drains the both of you. Um, for the for the for the dom itself, it, it physically drains them, and then and and then also the sub um, mm-hmm. or your, your your bottom sub is what they call it, whatever. But it it all depends. Also, it depends on you know how much how much they can take. They could be physically drained, and it's like okay, I'm you know you're, you're pretty much done. You didn't pretty much put put their ass to sleep, and you may you may not you may not finish. Um, I've had a scene that lasts between forty five minutes to an hour and a half. Um, and that's those averages is either that's with sex and without it. Um, so it can, it can, it can, it can last. It can last longer than I feel like it can last longer than just normal sex with you know just your typical foreplay, foreplay sex, and then you know you're pretty much done. Um, I feel like I feel like it lasts. It lasts longer. Some people may feel like that a scene with BDSM. And then, and having sex with it is pretty much your BDSM and everything that's involved with it. Whether you're spank, you know, you're getting spankings, um, 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 denying denying a woman's orgasm and things like that. That's part of that can be used as part of for your foreplay. Right. And how so. often do you have BDSM activity in like in your personal life? Um. Not all, not all the time. Um, 
um, you um, you can have a normal life outside of it. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, because like I said it's it's not for everybody. And but what like I said, we low key um, during sex period, a lot of us we low key do it anyway. You know, choking, holding someone down. You know, whether if you're you know you got a chick doggy style and you got her pin, you know you got her you got your hand behind her neck. And you and you know you got her back arch and you're holding her down, you know forcefully, while 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 you're doing your thing, you know you're choking them. Some of that stuff leads into that. Like I said, some people do it and don't know they do it. So okay. welcome, welcome to Weekend Coffee Girl, the podcast for thought-provoking chat over boozy coffee and stiff pores. In continuing our sex-positive series, I have a guest named Chris, who is going to talk to us about his own personal experiences. Okay, so you and I have a mutual friend, and she was telling me about the BDSM community doesn't have a lot of people of color, in particular Black folks. And in her words, she says that Black folks are missing out on opportunities to live their best sexual lives because within the BDSM community, you're free. I mean, you have the consent in place, you have Mm -hmm. the good communication in place, you have the trust, and then you're doing the things that actually feel good to your soul and physically feel good to you sexually. Do you agree with that? Um, I, 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 I do agree. But like I said, it's um, it's more of, you know, um, our community, as far as our culture is concerned. That's what we're talking about, our culture, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, with our, with our culture, um, you know, it's, they tend to, you know, we already tend to, you know, are kind of uneasy about certain things as it is. So it's like, you know, if something introduced new, it's like, mm-hmm, you know, I, I, I ain't trying to, I ain't trying to, I ain't trying to, I, you know, it looks violent and things like that, you know, which is the main reason why I got into it, you know, and I feel like it's important um, that, you know, they don't want no part of it because, like I said, they think it's a violent activity. So, it's, you know, it's important for me to learn as much as I can, you know, so that I can, so that I can have a better understanding of it too, which is another reason why I was intrigued by it because, yeah, you know, I've seen them. I seen I've seen it before. I was even, you know, I just thought it was just some extreme stuff, and then realized that, you know, there's more to it than just that, and it's not. It's the difference between hitting and hitting. You know, is this mm-hmm. is is you know the hitting, the slap, the whippings, and things like that is for pleasure and pain, but it's it's good pain you know you release you really you know you got all those endorphins in your body it's a it's a high it's like a it's like a natural high you get off of it um between that and maybe orgasms if it is and you know things like that so um they're missing out you know our community our our culture is missing out on 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 some things um some i know there are some black women some black, black black women particularly you know they use BDSM as a let out. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you know, even if it's, you know, they got, they got a friend that's, you know, she likes the pain in it because it lets, you know, all the pain that, the stuff that goes on in her normal life, 
you know, through BDSM, you know, she's able to release release that that that, that energy into good energy, that negative energy into into good energy by, you know, receiving you know spankings and and um, being spanked with flog with with, flog, with floggers and and um, um, paddles and things like that. That's her thing. She has a high pain tolerance because that's what you know. She uses that. She uses that for her for for positive energy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, are there things that you absolutely will not do? I mean, we all have our our boundaries, and it's important, especially in your sex life, to have boundaries. But in the BDSM community, what are some things that you absolutely will not do? Um, as far as things that I wouldn't do, um, mm-hmm. absolutely, I like I said, I won't. I won't do anything dealing with um, they call it scat, but basically it's like dealing with dealing anything with feces, poop, pooping on someone, shitting on someone, or having someone shit on me. Dealing with um, 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 pissing, um, won't do anything like that. Um, I'm definitely not gonna let anyone peg me. Um, mm-hmm. um, also, I'm not into when they have knife play where you know you know you can possibly receive cuts and things like that that's that's not that's not my thing mm-hmm. um my thing as far as even even trying um inflict them inflict that type of pain on someone mm-hmm. that's just there's like things for me i think like there's something just there's a lot of things that may go wrong but i swear i think something like that will definitely go wrong with me <laughs> <laughs> um and I don't, I don't find it thrilling for me, you know, as a thing to do to someone else. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, no knife play for me. Okay. And none of that. So our mutual friend says that there is a sect of the BDSM community that loves race play. And as she and I were talking, she said that she's absolutely not doing race play of any kind. Now, she did say the opposite of you, that she's into Peggy. But we talked a little bit about um, race play. Right. And race play is essentially, and you can correct me anywhere that I, you know, I don't have the right definition. Race play is humiliation with racial slurs and epithets. Um, a lot of degrading name calling in addition to racial slurs correct you're absolutely correct um it's just it's it, um it, it never set well with me and especially you know and i've i've heard about race play maybe about three years ago mm-hmm. but now it's even definitely it's a it's a definitely no for me you know mm-hmm. especially with all the stuff we got going on you know um so we got you know you know what we got going on in the world today with a lot of our um black men and black women being 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 killed either just for just for the color of their skin i definitely don't want to even play play with that word um especially uh don't want to play with, play with that word with um someone that's outside our race I, I i normally don't even i barely even you I, I i i hardly even use that word around around my kids anyway you know mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. definitely don't want someone on the on the opposite side of the other of the scope um, playing, playing with that word, um, mm-hmm. whether if it's just in the middle of sex or anything or any kind of just role playing, it's just, it's just not my thing. Mm-hmm. Now, actors, obviously, actors do that because you know they're paid to, you know, they make, they make money, make movies, and that's reality. 
But as far as just something just for the thrill of it, it's 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 not my thing. Yeah, she was saying the same thing. She's like, Yeah, no, that's not my thing at all. She, you know, she she broke it down to me. So um, yeah, I was like, wait, what? People actually get off on and now I can see it from I can see, you know, deranged people getting off on on it, but I can't see the person on the other side allowing someone to humiliate them and speak to them in a way that is demoralizing. Like I just I couldn't even wrap my head around it. So again, that goes back to what you know, I was saying in the beginning, like, I really thought I knew a lot of things about sex and I'm pretty clear and I'm open, but I didn't know this was a whole damn thing. And I'm like, what in oh, the yeah. world? Yeah, it's, 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 it's like I told you before, you know, there's, there's some shit out there that, that I'm just hearing about or some stuff that's going to be made up later on too down the line. You know, it's this BDSM, you know, the lifestyle, it's, so broad and there's more things added to it that you know there's something you can learn learn from it all the time mm-hmm. um whether it's your cup of tea or not you know you'll hear about it or you may hear someone say okay yeah this is my kink you're like man i never heard of that one what is that explain that one to me right so it's and you know and then you be like if they explain it to you like hmm, that sounds like some neat stuff I want to get into or no nah, I don't want to smoke on that one no you can even have that one <laughs> <laughs> okay now I'm going to go back to a question I asked you at the beginning and okay. I'm going to add it in because I think the way I asked the question was really fucking corny but okay. the way you explained it it made sense and I can see that a lot of people can appreciate me asking you this question and the way you answered it. So I want to just do it okay. over. And now I'm going to say it the way I should have said it then. So bear with me here. Okay. Okay. Tell me what you like about being inside of a woman's body and how that feels to you. And like what what is the what makes being inside of a woman um, pleasurable for you? Um, I would say what makes it pleasurable for me is the fact that um, if she's on this, if we're both on the same page, if you're 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 um, you're in tune with each other, um, you know, the vagina can actually talk to you if you, if you, <laughs> you know, if you, it, it can. If, if I'm dead serious, it can talk to you if you, if you actually, if you actually listen. I'm not saying like you're listening with your ears, but your body, your body's listening to it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's me. I know, you know, I like like the way a woman's, you know, vagina pulsate, uh, um, pulsates when it's when it's when it's near orgasms, or how it how or how it how it grips how it how it how it grips me. Mm-hmm. Um, not every not every vagina is gonna do that. But, you know, it's it's everything about it, you know, from, you know, if it's just getting from wet to wetter, you know, or if it's or if you can feel her vagina trying to push you out, she's possibly about to squirt. But, you know, everything about that, you know, about that, if you're listening to it, you know, it just makes everything magical. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I love it, which is the main thing why I said you asked me a question earlier about about anal. 
you know, anal's not a big like I said, it's not a big thing to me. But yeah, you know, everything about the about the vagina when it comes to it, you know, that's 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 everything. You know, you listen, you know, if your body's listening listening to it in between that and her body and her body movements and hormones and everything else, you know, you're probably on the right track. Mm-hmm. Um you know, and if you doing it right, you might, you know, you might make her crazy. I don't know, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, but no, nah, seriously. I mean, if you if you on the, I mean, if you listen to everything and everything, you, know, you shouldn't have no problems. You shouldn't have no. Um, I want to say you shouldn't. You shouldn't have. It. She, you should. She. You shouldn't have any any negative feedback from it. Mm-hmm. If you're if if your body is listening to her body. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. I think. Um being in tune with each other and even if it's just that sexual energy sometimes it's not mm-hmm. sometimes we don't have sex with people that we're in relationship with relationships with and that's just the Correct. truth i mean some Correct. people have their sex partners you have your fuck buddies you have you know someone you can call in the middle of the night to come friends with benefits yeah. or your friends with benefits but that mm-hmm. energy and the chemistry where you understand each other's body you know i gave the example about you know, having sex with someone who I was on top of him and he put his hands around my neck and it made me feel like I was doing the right thing because he was just kind of bracing for impact. And, you know, him putting his hands around my neck and then me putting my hands on top of his hands so that he wouldn't move it and then me, go. Yeah. yeah, and then I had like an orgasm like I'd never had before, but I noticed the next time we had sex and I was on top he definitely put his, you know, hands around my neck but we hadn't talked about it, like it was not something we discussed at all he, he learned it on the fly and, 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 and understood understood what you like just right then and there mm-hmm. like i said it's a certain body part you, you grab your hand you put your hand on his hand and he's like all right i'm not i'm not moving i'm i'm i'm, I'm alone for the ride now <laughs> um and it, and that's and that's and that's pretty much what happened right um like i said it's all about if you're if you're in tune if you're you listen just listen to the body you know you can now he's like okay know that you know she i know she liked that hand on her throat mm-hmm. you know so it's 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 beautiful when it comes together. Right. When a plan comes together. When a plan comes together. Yeah. So what is your tell me what you like about a woman's body. Now we, we talked a little bit about being inside and you know the pulsating and the wetness. But when mm-hmm. you have a woman in front of you and you're laying her down or she's laying down, what do you appreciate about her body? Because we oftentimes put a lot of effort into making sure that our skin is great. You know, we've taken care and, and, you know, if you're into waxing or shaving or whatever, you know, we've gotten everything together. And sometimes we don't feel like you guys appreciate that effort. So tell me what you appreciate when you lay a woman down and you have her naked for the first time. What do you look at? Um, there's a lot of things I look at, and most of the time I'm I'm pretty weird about the stuff I look at. Um, I you know of course I'm mean, I'm you know I look at the curvature and the lining of a, of a body, whether it's the, just the hips, just the hips going going down just to the to the pelvis. Um, and 
I like to trace all that. I like to trace all that shit. You know, um, the, the lines. Um, I'm very for some reason you call me weird, but I like stretch marks. Okay. What what <laughs> um, about stretch marks? Do you like? I don't know. It's because it's I don't know. Maybe because it's something natural. It also shows growth. Like especially if it's stretch marks on a woman's ass. Oh, you've been growing that. You've been growing that ass. Cause, I mean, it's <laughs> it's one of those things where you see, you know, you, you, I I put I put in when I see stretch marks is her her ass was smaller than that and it's starting to grow. Mm-hmm. That's how I look at it. So you know that kind of it kind of intrigues intrigues me with that. I think it's something sexy about stretch marks on a woman's ass. Mm-hmm. Um, some women don't like it. Um, just um, just natural stress marks maybe around the stomach I mean I mean every chick ain't gonna be built the same you know you're gonna have you're gonna have chicks that's gonna that's gonna have babies and they may not get to get to get their stomach back you know they may just be a little 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 soft around the belly that's cool too mm-hmm. you know um, it's it's not it's not a, it's not a big deal mm-hmm. um, uh, it's just the 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 nat- the naturalness of a woman's curve is just it's it's amazing you know it's, and it's fun to play with mm-hmm. you know once you if you see them for the first time so it's it's um it's it's a, it's a fun thing to explore especially with if it's your first time with with that chick because you get to do so much and, and play play with it play play with your body and see what 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 can you get away with as far as what turns them on mm-hmm. you know you know what I'm saying because everybody. Is built differently, you know. You can play with one chick's kneecaps, and she might. <laughs> she, she, I'm just saying, you might kiss around the kneecaps, and she might like it. The next chick might say, "No, nah, I don't do that." Chick. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You know. You, you know. So it's it's all it's it's all about exploring, especially that first time. And let that first time be your best time, because then the second, after the second, and third, fourth time, you are you should already know what she liked and didn't like Mm -hmm. and don't do those again Mm -hmm. yeah I'm not a fan of anybody sticking their tongue in my ear if you stick your (laughs) tongue in my ear I'm instantly going to squirm and just kind of ask you know don't please don't do that for some reason so just just a tongue in the ear yeah not not they can bite your ear though right they just can't put the tongue in there I mean I'm okay with that but just something about a tongue in my ear that's just it just I it oh it just drives me nuts. It I just don't yeah. I don't like it. But I'm yeah, it's not I'm a big okay fan for me. That. Yeah, I'm not a, I'm not a big fan of that either. Mm-hmm. Um somebody putting that tongue in my ear. It's it's like okay, it does nothing for me. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean I don't they don't know nothing for me. You put your tongue in my ear, I'm just I'm like, okay, that's that's gross. All right. Um, <laughs> See there are two of but, us in this world. <laughs> yeah, you know. I mean I bite I you know, you know, it's okay to you know, if you want to bite on the ear or whatever or kiss behind the ear, that's that's central shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, very. Yeah, I, I feel what you're saying. Yeah. And you know what else about the ear is sensual is when a person pulls you in close. Maybe you're not having mm-hmm. sex with them. You know, you're mm-hmm. in an, you're just out in public. You're at a restaurant, club, interacting with friends or whatever. And a person pulls you in close and whispers some nasty mm-hmm. shit in your ear. It will oh, change yeah. your whole disposition. You will look around. It's all of a sudden you you have panoramic eyes. You know, you, you can see yeah. everything and you're just, you know, you're focused on those words. And in that moment, mm-hmm. it feels like time has stopped. Who is that monster? Yep. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but other than before. that, don't touch my ears for any reason. Leave them alone. <laughs> <laughs> just leave my damn ears alone. Just, I can dig it. Yeah, just not my thing. 
Now, when you are having sex with a woman, mm-hmm. what do you focus on? Do you focus on the performance or do you focus on the act itself? And are you focused on pleasing the woman or just making sure the act is complete? Uh, I think it's a little bit of little bit of both. You have to you have to put them both together. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, yes, definitely. You want to please a woman. Your focus should be on that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the main goal. I, you know, the main goal. But I think for every dude is, unless she really don't give a fuck. But you know, main goal is probably for, for every dude is, man, let her please let her get her nut before I get mine. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it, you know. Um, that's probably the number one thing. But however, you know, you know, whatever act that you're doing, yes, you wanna you wanna try to complete as much as your act as you can. Mm-hmm. Um as well as satisfying. Right. Satisfying her. So so you're pretty much doing two um, you know, you're trying to do two things at one time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it's it's you know, it's it's I feel like it's it's a task in itself, especially when you're when you when you're doing that. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why I said, you know, at the end of scenes and stuff, I'm drained. Yeah. Like I'm I'm drained, fatigued, not really not really there, you know, because mm-hmm. I'm still on my high, so I'm trying to bring that down as well too. Mm-hmm. So it's um it's it's very it's very draining. Yeah. You know. Um and I think always the first time, especially when, if you're with someone, you know you, you you're you're trying your hardest to to please that person for the for the very first time. You know, you know, you always say first impression. <laughs> you know, you always want to leave a good impression the first time. So, um, but I think it's it's a mixture of both. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't, I I would put you know put the satisfying woman just a little bit ahead, but you're gonna need both. Mm-hmm. You know, if you wanna your personal goal is to finish is to you know finish finish the act. And then, you know, but that other goal is, you know, focus on her. Mm-hmm. Now, we're both in our 40s, so let's have a real conversation here. All right. Your bodies change over time. Um, I think it does. Yes, it um, does. I, I, I believe it does. Um, I believe I've learned in my in my younger days, I had more stamina. Mm-hmm. Than what then I had more stamina than what I than what I did what I do now, mm-hmm. but I also also learned to control my breathing to keep myself um, long, longer longer in there too as well too breathing breathing breathe control is everything. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people don't you know, um, or you you try try to bury up bury it up between what you're doing versus. You know, taking care of a woman's body. You know, mm-hmm. back when I was back when you're younger, you know, you can just probably just you know you just hitting the spots, hitting, 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 hitting. You know, what I'm saying without without missing a beat. Now you gotta hit here, hit there, hit there. I right, slow down a little bit. You know, you know what I'm saying. Um, you don't want to tire out. You got older. You know, bones ain't as good as they used to be. <laughs> you know, you, you know. Um, so you know you can't, you know, what I'm saying you got bad knees. So now you know you got to make sure that you drinking a lot of water so you don't cramp up in the middle of middle of it. You know, catching yeah. cramp, hamstring cramps, and you know, and all this other stuff. So yeah, because that really it, does body, happen. Yeah, it does happen. And I mean, so yeah, body does change. 
you just have to you have to be able to improvise and switch it up right when it does happen so, so. what what i want to ask is this bodies change over time people take medications they have allergies the ability to you know to stay moist or to stay hard um mm. can can fluctuate over time how Correct. do you deal with that um, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't taken any, I've, I've never taken anything. So, um, I've, I mean, I've, I've heard, I've heard even younger, I've even heard younger guys say they, they take certain things just to stay in the fight longer. I'm like, dude, you young, why the hell are you taking all that shit? No, for? I, 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 don't, mean, I, I don't mean but, like, um, enhancements, but I'm just saying like, if, you, oh, okay. if you're taking medication because you have a medical condition, Medi- it, okay. right. It will change your body you may not oh, okay. you know be as as hard as you were for a long period of time and also your right. vagina may not stay as wet as wet yeah right as, as so it. how do you have you ever experienced that with someone and how did you just kind of kind of support them through it like we my friend and I had another episode where we talked about you know your body changing and using things like um lubricant and sprays and just different little things that you can just use in that moment not something long term but how do you encourage and support someone through it who may not they may be aroused mentally and physically they're attracted to you but you know with medication and allergies and different things over time they may not produce the best response um I've I've, I've never dealt with anyone like that Mm mm-hmm um, however, if if I did, you know, I would want to be supportive and probably probably would, you know, hey, if your medication's an issue, that's cool. You know, we can we can, you know, we can yeah, obviously, you know, we can go buy some, you know, get lubricants mm-hmm. and see, you know, see, you know, see what we can do, you know, or you know, if we feel like it's too much, you know, we can stop. Right. Um, if it happened to me, you know, I let them know. I would probably let them know, like, hey, look, you know, I'm on medication. I'm not as, you know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't, you know what I'm saying? I don't stay up as long as I can. You know, if you still want to work with this, that's cool. But I'm just letting you know ahead of time. I want to give them the option. So I don't want them to have to be big disappointed. And be talking about you with your friends. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'd be be part of the breakfast tea conversation. Right. So, you know, you know, you know, like, how was it? You hear that girl. Here they go. Right. But we're not having these conversations, though. We're not. And that's what sucks, because you miss an opportunity to hear someone, you know, one, be vulnerable and share something very intimate about themselves with someone that they care about and who cares about them. And then there's no, no, no workaround. And I'm saying this because I experienced it in a relationship. There was mm-hmm. just no, there was not the proper conversation. So going forward, I want to have those conversations all the time. But right. a lot of black men do not want to talk about to have those conversations. So the other thing that I learned from our mutual friend is, you know, she and I have been friends since we were in our 20s. I think, because I am older than her, I think mm-hmm. I've known her 21 years. I think her daughter was one when we met. And at the time, I did not have any children. Um, So we have known each other for a long time. And I always say 
that if I die, she cannot get up and speak at my funeral because she knows too much of my shit. And no, she just, she can't get no two minute remarks. So if I die and you come to my funeral, don't let our mutual friend get up there to the microphone to talk about me. Cause I don't know oh, what yeah. the hell she would say, but yeah, we, it's a wrap. yeah, we laugh about this all the time. And, you know, she got married later in life. I got married, you know, in my 20s. And then for the most part, I, you know, I've had a couple of relationships thereafter. But I've only had one relationship where I've involved my kid in the, you know, in in the relationship. And he was an active role in her life. And when she and I were catching up, we were kind of talking. And she says, you know, I was kind of into this when I was younger. But it wasn't until I got divorced and I realized that I could do any and everything I wanted to do in my life that I got into, you know, the groups and the kit community and group me and, you know, finding different mm-hmm. places and going to events and and things like that. And she's like, no, I'm, I'm living my life unrestricted at this point. I'm doing whatever I want to do. Correct. And that makes perfect sense to me. Yeah, it does. So sexually, you know, she and I are in two different places. She's far more open to doing things that I haven't even assessed if I liked, which is crazy to me. So now I have some growing to do, you know, just from us talking the other night, we talked for about three hours and I was like, man, I thought I was okay. You know, I, I know I'd be breaking some, some mofos off, but no, I don't, I don't think I am now. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. She yeah, she a beast. She, she is a she, beast. She she a beast. And I be like, I look at her sometimes like, who are you? Who is this person? <laughs> but I love how she's in her space and she's comfortable with it. Yeah, and that's and that's and that's all and that's all it and that's all it should be. Yeah. So I got I got number love for that for that shit. Yeah. So do you feel the same way about yourself? Are you sexually in the place where you're the most comfortable and you're free to be who you are. Very. Very. I am. Mm-hmm. Okay. How did you get there? Um, I guess I just quit worried about what other people think. The exception of my mama. Because my, my mom, she's an old school Christian. So, you know, <laughs> some of the stuff, you know what I'm saying? She was born in 55. So, you know, a lot of stuff that if I was to talk to her about this stuff, you know, she'd be like, "You should be ashamed of yourself beating on these women like that." Like, <laughs> babe, mama, mama, it ain't about that. She ain't trying to hear that. So, you know, she probably, you know, she she be the probably last one I talk about it with. My pops, on the other hand, you know, he would he would probably embrace that shit because he, you know, he just, you know, he a cancer anyway. So, nah, but yeah, my, my 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 pops always he's always like I always think you know I'm. I am, I'm the, uh, I'm just, a, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just him in a, in a 20 year different ver, um, version. Right. You know, you know, you know, so I'm his only son. So it's like, oh yeah, you know, you know, he is, he is, he is him. You know, he's a, he's a, he's a reflection of me guys. He's a reflection of me. So, yeah. you know, whatever I do, he's, he's probably going to be like, yeah, I did it too. You know, you know, he, he does this because of me. He, you know, he embraces that shit. Yeah. So your parents were born two years before my parents. My mom, um, like I said, you know, my mom and I can talk about sex. We have had conversations about sex and we probably mm-hmm. will continue to have conversations about sex. But mm-hmm. my dad passed away last year and I could mm-hmm. also have conversations about sex with my dad. 
Now the, mm. the, the conversations were different, but the comfort was there. You know, I could tell my dad about a guy I'm dating in a situation and my dad would walk me through what not to do. Right. And, mm-hmm. and yeah, my mom, me. on the other hand, you know, she, like I said, she was open about she doesn't like porn. That's going to forever be stained in my brain that my mom doesn't like porn, but she would have liked to have been a dominatrix. <laughs> like, what? I mean, what in the world? Yeah, that's, that's funny. It that's is funny. hilarious. It is absolutely hilarious. So, as I've gone on with this series, you know, she's kind of kept up with me and just kind of. She's actually asked me to consider some some things. So this is something that I know she has thought about because she has not turned away from this topic. But I want to, you know, with my own child, I want her to be able to talk to me about anything. So when we moved to Texas um, four years ago, my daughter was a seventh grader. And, you know, they teach sex ed in Texas. And it's the weirdest shit I've ever heard because they teach the kids hey, if you abstain from sex, you won't get an STD. No, that's not quite how that works. You need to tell them that's not how that works. You know, what happens, what an STD is, how you can mm-hmm. prevent it, what to do if you actually get one, and abstinence is some, those are two separate entities. It's the craziest shit I've ever heard. So when she had that day in school, she comes home and she's like, this is weird. This is not right. Sex has to be normal and natural. Why are they trying to teach us as if this is the way to go? Why is everybody so afraid to just have a genuine conversation about sex? And at the time, you know, right. I didn't think that I I was ready for a conversation about sex. But when your kid comes home and that's her approach, you just pour a bourbon and have a conversation. And that's what we did. <laughs> and it put us in a okay. good place. And I'm I'm okay with that. Now Okay. And final question for you. What have women taught you about women? Um women what have women what have women taught me about women? Um mm-hmm. I would say women have women well I, I actually I start with my mom because my, my mom I mean um um coming up when my dad was was um you know he was he was in the army but when he was um away or he was going to another 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 base and he was getting settled in and he was sent for us later um so i was around all i think i had was my mom my mom and my um what is my mom and my my grandmother so i was raised Mm -hmm. around women so you know you know learning learning from them has taught me enough enough as far as like I said, um, being you know, women taught me how to you know, be 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 respect, be, you know, be respectful, obviously, um, be be honest, be honest. Also, women have taught me taught me how to be optimistic as well. Um, no, no, no woman, no woman is the same other than other than they all have a heart. They all have a heart, mm-hmm. and. Um, Women are are I believe at a, at a more are more emotional than than men. Um, 
everything is an, everything is, is a different experience between one woman to the one woman to the next. So as far as um, what I learned one woman, even if it was my if it was my mistake, if it was my fault or whatever, you know, I apply that I apply that to the next time I'm, I'm, I'm with someone, you know, OK, you know, I don't want to I don't want to I don't damn sure to make sure I don't I don't do this again. It's always a, it's always a learning experience. Um, yeah, it's, it's I would say yeah, it's always a learning experience when it comes to to that. Um, also, not to you can't treat 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 every woman the same. You know, I can't go into if I had trust issues with one woman, you know, and then it's like, all right, that's it. I have tr- no trust no trust issue. I'm not gonna have no trust issues with the next one. You know, I'm a hundred percent believer of I give I'm gonna give you the benefit of the doubt unless un- until proven wrong. You know, um, I feel like that's a must because you can because you can miss out because you're you're holding on to shit that happened happened in the past. And then now that's going to do is it's going to make that that person just fall back because you're not. I'm going to say you're not. I mean, it's it's OK. It's OK to be um, safeguard your heart, you know, or, or whatever. But I would say, you know, just be cautious. You know what I'm saying? Be, you know, be cautious, but you don't have to just tight you no know, tight grip every um um your your entire situation that happened in the past and then put it on to the next person. Okay. And going into you know the next decade of your life, what are your personal goals? Um my my personal my personal goals is the is to basically um eventually just, I mean, re, I mean, re, retire and just basic. I, I have, I have, I have nothing else to do. I, I thought about, I thought about just trying to trying to open up a business. You know, once I retire, but you know, I, I be honest, I don't know the first thing about 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 business. So I would need, need to go back to school and, and learn that and, and catch up on that. But I, I wanna, I wanna open up a business. I wanna open up maybe. I thought about maybe opening up. A um a gym. I mean, honestly, uh, and just let and let people run it. But you know, just just own my own little personal gym, and then just sit back and be retired and just and just collect money from it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just my 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 goal is just basically is just to watch all my kids grow and 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 just watch and watch the, everything that I've that I've taught them to be taught them to be successful they they apply it and actually um, be be successful um, and also you know what I want to say is um, create their own create their own path you know learn from me mm-hmm. but create their create their own legacy and their own path okay and any final thoughts? Like, what would you, how would you encourage someone who is curious about the BDSM lifestyle, but they're very unsure? I mean, it's, it's a lot. It's truly about assessing your needs and being open with who you are and taking a chance. Correct. How do you encourage someone to just take a chance and join a group or per- go to a party? I know some parties are by invite only. But right. You got to get out there. How do you encourage someone to do this? Um. Well, if they're if if they're close to me, because I got a couple of I got a, I got a few friends that um, that I've known maybe 
four or five years and they're just now finding out, you know, that I'm into this stuff. And they're like, boy, you know, you know, a couple of these, a couple of guys, they're like, boy, I knew you, well, I knew you was, you was, you, you was some kind of a freak. And I'm like, well, hold on. I said, I said, just because I do that doesn't mean that you are a freak. It's, it's just a different sexual um, interest that, um, mm-hmm. that, 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 that had piqued, piqued my interest or whatever, or a preference that, that had piqued my interest. And, you know, I said, like, don't knock it till you try it. You know, I say, hey, if, you know, you can tell them because you can get invited to parties and you can even ask the person that's inviting you, hey, can I bring someone to tag along? A lot of times they may say yes. You know, obviously a lot of times, you know, you know, the same, certain rules apply, you know, you know, you can't, you know, you can't bring no cameras in and things like that, you know, but it's, you know, it's, it's a learning experience. You get to see it for yourself and you're like, man, you know, this is, this is pretty cool. You know, I want to, I want to learn this stuff, but I also feel like that you can't, you can't teach a person to to be be submissive. You can't teach a person to be a dom. It, I mean, it's something that, that that I feel like that it just it just happens to you. You know, it's something it's something that happens to you. It, it's it, it's in your you know what I'm saying it's in your character as well. Um, so if it's something they they, they they get into, a lot of times they they know um, how they are how they are in the bedroom. Normally, is pretty much keep you better to tell what type of person they would be if it came down to it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I would, you know, I would sit down and talk to them and see if this is what they what they want to do and explain to them um, what it is, um, what it is, what it's like, what it's like for me. Um, also, explain to them, you know, like I said, sometimes sex is not involved. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of times the sex isn't involved. So don't thinking, you know, you get into this and like, oh yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna get some ass out of this because I'm doing this. In the in the BDSM kink community that you had never seen before, you said you wanted to try it, you liked it, you wanted to try it, and then you tried it, and how did it turn out? Oh well, I haven't. Well, what I've seen in in I haven't tried it yet, but I'm because I, I want to study it more and and learn how to do it. But I want to. I, I what I like is the um, shibari. Um, okay, explain that. Um, Shibari is like it's like it's basically it's Japanese bondage with rope. Um, I know our friend; she's 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 done it. She's well, she's been she's she's been been roped and rigged and things like that. But I want to learn how to tie. So okay. that's that's one of those things that I want to get good at. Um, and I just been just been studying and reading up on it just to just to just to you know get the gist of it. And basically, I wanted to practice. I want to practice it. And um, what I've been hearing, one of the best ways to practice learning how to use rope and tie is to like get a body mannequin. You know, just you know, get a body mannequin, and you just start perfecting it. Once you perfect it, you know, you can start introducing it to to someone that 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 trusts you or that that may want that want that wants to to um, to try it with you. Um, but yeah, it's called Shibari. It's S H I. B A R I uh, for anybody that wants to look it up. Okay, and who do you think you're going to try this with? I mean, is it, this going to be someone that you're in a relationship with, or you're a, a dating relationship with, or like who's um, going to be your subject? Um. Well, I, you know, I I currently have someone that 
that I that I that I normally trust that's that's also into it. And I actually asked her, you know, once I once I learn this and perfect it, do she want to be my first as far mm-hmm. as knocking this out or or trying it, you know. Um, obviously a lot of stuff happens a lot of stuff happens trial trial by error. You mm-hmm. know. Um, you know, you learn what 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 likes and dislikes about it. Um so with that said, um she said yeah, she would, but isn't I mean like I said it's 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 no time. I mean it's not gonna happen no time no soon. Like I said, I wanna you know, read up on it, study it, you know, make sure I get the the right stuff, you know, the the stuff to use and start learning how to tie up and tie tie them in different, you know, different positions. Um, you know, um tie them up with you know you know from the ankles that's tied that's, that's tied to their thighs and have them you know spread eagle on their on their stomach where they don't have where their feet aren't down you know stuff like that all that stuff interests me it's like oh man this stuff is cool it's like they can't even run you know it's it's thing but the person that's going to do it they're going to have that trust they know you're not going to fuck them over um they they know you know they're gonna they have to have complete trust in you especially when it comes to tying up and you're 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 giving yourself to that person like you're giving them free will and they're trusting you to do anything you know do anything and everything um without damaging them per se all right and that's one of those things i just you know that's just one another thing that's that builds a trust between uh, a sub and a, and a dom that you're able to do all these things not give them any kind of you know not no, not damaging them physically and they're able to get pleasure and pain out of it at the same time right and possibly maybe an orgasm or two or three or four <laughs> hmm. okay and when do you think you're gonna be like you you feel comfortable enough to practice you know you've mastered it and you tried it on on your your trusted person. How mm-hmm. long do you think that's going to be? Because I want to hear about it. That's why I'm asking. <laughs> I know. Um, well, um, I have been procrastinating because, like I said, it was you know, like I said, it was the first time years ago, and then, you know, but now it's starting to be. I'm starting to get more interest in it now as I didn't got older because I need something else added to what I do. You know, I like mm-hmm. I like you know I like impact play. I, I told you I like. Orgasm now. Now it's something else. I'm like, I'm like, okay, what else could I could I possibly do that actually interests me? And I'm like, you know what? You know, I've, I've been procrastinating. I've been procrastinating. So um, I don't know how long it takes to perfect to perfect. You know, tying and all that. Um, so, but I definitely I am I um I think the one first thing I wanted to do already is is um I got a couple of things off the internet. You know, you know as far as the art of you know art of tying and bondage you know for beginners mm-hmm. and also um i have a mannequin on order right now i just just a just a body mannequin just just a, just no head and just the bottom of the neck and torso no no mm-hmm. arms just i do you know I just, that's how you can you can practice on that and just get a stand and stand it on and i can just you know practice and just read and practice so i don't know it could take me it's because you know i actually have a you know a life outside of it so mm-hmm. it can, you know I mean I mean I don't so I don't know how long it probably can take me two or three months maybe I don't I mean I'm not I'm not sure okay and how do you see you know just between having a life and having kids and 
still finding t- like I think it's so important that you said that you know you're you're constantly adding to the things that you like because I don't think I've heard I mean and I'm I'm kind of taking a moment here mm-hmm. I don't think I've heard a man this in tune with who he is about what he likes sexually and still leaving room to grow mm-hmm. I, I'm, I have to take a moment I'm sorry I, <laughs> I mean just the fact that you are that in tune with yourself like how did you get to this place um, it's just I don't I mean I don't like I said I don't know it's just you know you you know a lot of it's just it's just an interest you know it's like, I think it's I think it's just you know the it's just the thrill of the uh, the submissive side of knowing that a, a woman is going to be submissive for you to please her and give her and give her what you, you know, give her give all of her to you and the trust behind it to allow you to do these things that doesn't happen normally you know you know in everyday life and then the fact that you can do these things but you know um you, you can you can you can do these things and no one there's a lot of there's no one else is is, is doing it you know it's not you know it's, it's not it's not it's not common for a lot of people to do it but you got someone that's actually giving you all the trust to, to do this with but you get to a point where damn you know i do this all the time you know what else can i introduce to this you know and you know I want to I want to get better doing something different, you know, because that way, even if I don't have that person anymore and I get another person that that's that's that trusts me and we trust each other. And this may be something that they've never they've never tried either and may be interested in doing it or, you know, I can teach someone else to do it of, of what I learned. You know, everything mm-hmm. is a like I say, it's a learn. It's a learning experience. Like I said, I say that I don't believe there's all. There may I'm sure there's someone that knows more than me. There are there there is, um, but I just think it's, it's it's so much out there that you can you can learn. I mean, there's so much things that you I mean you can learn constantly. So mm-hmm. it, it doesn't it doesn't stop. You know, there's I think there's probably going probably some new shit that we ain't heard of yet. That's probably out there. You know, that someone's probably going to make up, and then everyone else is going to be like, oh man, that's that's cool. Let's try that. And going forward, you're 45, you're right there in the middle, you're looking at the next decade of life. What do you want for yourself sexually and emotionally? Ooh, um, sexually and emotionally? Um, <clears throat> um, sexually? Um, I don't think I can want anything else, you know, you know sexually. I mean, I think I feel like, you know, I've, I've, I feel like that what I have sexually now or, or, or the things I want or the things I want in life sexually, you know, either I have or, or, or I've done it um, that as far as for my preference is, is, is concerned emotionally, you know, um, I want to be loved. I want to be cared for just like the next, next, like next person, you know, um, emotionally you know i don't want to be alone um yeah you have your kids and stuff like that but you know um i have them but you know you know you don't you don't want to you know you don't want to be alone um even 
at the fact that you know I, I am I mean I'm separated I'm legally I'm legally separated um and 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 me and her get along just fine um emotionally emotionally well you know what I'm saying you know we still you know we still talk you know hey you know what I'm saying and you know hey you know you're looking you know you're looking great today and things like that you know there's no drama so we still carry ourselves and, and talk to each other as if nothing has happened other than you know we just we just have a legal you know we, we just legally separated because you know the 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 love connection on that side as far as us falling out of love is, is not there you mm-hmm. know but but we still love each other so emotionally mm-hmm. you know emotionally i still you know i still have that and, and if, for the most part if someone can give me give me give me that same thing you know that's you know that's all that's all i that's all i ask for mm-hmm yeah. What I love about a black man's sex positive kink tape episode is that Chris was completely open to everything that I asked him. It is refreshing to have a black man share his feelings, but I want to be clear on one thing. Sometimes you can find out how men feel. You simply have to ask them. Chris was refreshing. He was funny. And he turned me on to something that I'd never heard of. So Chris and I have a mutual friend. And she is all about the world of BDSM and kink. And it's something that she's always been into. But she never really had the right partners. And I want to say she probably never really had the courage to kind of venture out on her own. It took for her to get divorced to go into this lifestyle. And I can tell you, my girl is living her best damn life. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Stay tuned as there are two other episodes in the sex tape series. Thank you for joining Weekend Coffee Girl.